Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Leaving in the Wednesday, this is the Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Amal, you... You shared a story with us uh, before the show. You had a good DMV experience? I didn't know that those existed in the world. I had a great DMV experience, but then I get in and I realize I'm working with you and Kelly, and my experience went from an A to an F already based on you. This guy sitting here talking about Micah Parsons for MVP. You don't even tell me the show is starting. I mean, everything's going downhill from here. If I get pulled over, try to catch me riding dirty, try to catch me... It could it could happen. I have to go to the DMV and straighten all that out. I've been here over a year now. You make an appointment, in and out, 20 minutes, photo taken, boom, boom, boom. It is so efficient here. It's military-grade uh, efficiency. Here. Wow. Everybody complains about the DMV. I can vouch for them all. This is the DMV in Vegas. One of the best experiences you will have. Nobody ever says wow. that. Also, that is a music reference from only 13 years ago. <laughs> 13 years. We're in the past two decades. We're moving up with Dave. Shout out to Nevada DMV. I did not know. I can't wait to go now. I'm actually excited. It is going to be very efficient. But I got to tell you, I'm so proud of Dave. We've gotten a reference from post-2000, uh, I mean, excuse well, me. Well, Kelly, didn't you say you, you watched A Few Good Men the other day? And you were yeah. like, oh, like you were trapped because we talk about it all the time. Yeah, that movie's got to be like 25 no, years old. No, 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 old. 30. 1992. 30 years old? Yeah. 92, yeah, right? Can we, old, yeah. Is it 92 already 30? Wait, was that his argument that he makes other other 13 years ago or less references in A Few Good Men? Was the, Dave, the, most of your directors are deceased. <laughs> I'm just telling Is you, Brian right De Palma still kicking because he did uh, Untouchables, Probably. 1987. 
How many that, years that ago was even that? older, yeah. 35 years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, we know the big news, obviously. We're going to get to your conversation that we were having about Nick Bosa. Uh, and certainly Michael Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year. He's 82. Cool. Brian, Brian De Palma? De Palma? Yeah. Great, Go ahead, sorry. great director. Uh, you know, yesterday, if you were on the social media sphere, you would have thought, by some blue verified check marks, that Aaron Judge was a giant. Ooh, it didn't work out very well. I mean, literally, we had reports out there that he was that the signing was imminent, and then today I saw like things that said, uh, you know, San Francisco Giants Aaron Judge picture, and it said like December seventh, nineteen or twenty twenty two to December eighth. I mean, back in New York, he didn't necessarily break the bank when you look at the deal three hundred sixty million dollars nine year deal, and it sounded like the ninth year was the tipping point for why he's going to be in New York. But, like, I say that because you look at the deals like Manny Machado got and Bryce Harper got years ago now. Like, he could have gotten $400 million. So, I know there's been a lot of consternation about the Yankees and spending money. I don't know how you view the Yankees now big picture when you look at the futures market here. But plus 850 to win the World Series, they're going to have to add more pieces. But that's the biggest piece of all to get Aaron Judge back. This is why I was so excited today because I knew I was going to have an opportunity. And, look, it's nothing against the player. More power to him. If he could have gotten a billion, go get it. I have to tell you, this is one of the dumbest signings by the Yankees wow. since they signed Garrett Cole to nine years. I don't get this. M- Manny Ramirez's eight-year deal in Boston was great, 2001 and 2008, eight for 160. He wins two World Series. Uh, maybe you can make a case for the A-Rod one from 2017 to 2016. Uh, I'm sorry, 2007. Uh, even though he opted out, I would have never paid him because I don't think anybody else was going to pay him. Yanks won a series in 2009. But to me, Aaron Judge is going to be 31 years old. He can play potentially here. I Roughly about, what, 1,460 games, plus or minus, over nine years. Might be 1,472. Uh, But why would you pay a guy this much money when you look at it? I'm going to tell you right now, I'd take an over-under bet. Is he going to play 1,080 games? That's an average of 120 over that time frame. He's again. I mentioned he's been pretty durable, though, right? So well, far, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's had three. T- he's had three years where he's played about 118 games. Okay, I mean, but still, would would you not take that? No. Uh, would you take 120 if you if you said, all right, I'm going to get 120 over nine years? Aaron Judge. Well, let's see how long he can play at this level. But we also always forget what a great defensive player he is, too. I'm not taking anything away from his defensive acumen. I'm just talking about from a standpoint long term. Mm-hmm. If I were the Yankees, I would have gone to Aaron Judge and said, listen, we'll give you four years, $200 million. I don't mind paying him $50 million a year. My problem is in five years, in years five through nine, how effective is he going to be? These long-term contracts have been proven over the last two decades in baseball. They don't materialize to a level. I mean, the only guys I mentioned, Manny Ramirez, um, to me, the one guy that has exceeded the contract has been Max Scherzer. I was going to say, Scherzer's the one. Scherzer's the only one. Yep. But, you know, when Strasburg opted out, if I was Mike Rizzo, I'd have been like, thank you. By the way, get the hell out of here. We right. don't need you. You're injured more often than any player in baseball. He would have gotten more money, apparently, reportedly, from the G-men and or the Padres, who are a late suitor, to get Judge. So he could have gotten more, but he would not have gotten nine years, to your point. He would not have gotten the longevity of the contract. But you don't think this changes the equation for the Yankees now a big picture. Like, will other free agents now say, okay, Brian Cashman, by the way, he got a new deal to stay in New York. Now that you got Judge, you need to get pitching because pitching really is, is the problem right now in New York. First of all, part of the problem has been Cashman. How many years has he been here and they've won one World Series in the last 21? You or think 22? Daddy Steinbrenner, if he, he was still around, would have getting, given Cashman an extension? He would have been dead and buried. <laughs> you know, look, the bottom, the bottom line is right now, when you look at this team, you're going to have to get Rodon. 
You don't have the pitching. And by the way, your guy, Aaron Judge, that you just signed for nine for 360, what was his postseason numbers last year? He got booed at home. Five for 36. Yeah. Okay. He, he has not been a guy that's delivered in the clutch. I don't think at this point in time they're still good enough to surpass Houston, even though they won't have uh, Justin Verlander. But they still have Framber Valdez. Uh, even though the Abreu signing may not look as good on paper, I still think Jose adds value to them with Bregman, with Alvarez, with Al, uh, Altuve. I like that team a lot. I think Seattle's coming on. We're looking at the Texas Rangers with DeGrom. They could be a dangerous team. All I'm saying is from a Yankee standpoint, you have proven over time, Mike Mussina, all these long-term deals. Yeah. Where has the benefit been in terms of signing these guys for so long? I think if you pay a higher average annual value, it benefits the player in the short run. And if Judge plays phenomenally well for four years, let him go get another contract on the back end. We saw it with Albert Pujols. The guy, the guy looked like he was crawling to the senior citizen home by the end of his career. They need a closer, too. Yankees, by the way, 5-1 to one to win the American League right now. Okay, the Astros still the short favorites at 3-1. to one. Hey, We're talking about this because hot stove's heating up. It's a big deal right now, Major League Baseball. Baseball, A small move here. Kenley Jansen, by the way, is staying in the American League. He goes to the Red Sox, a two-year deal for $32 million. So let's see if they feel like they have a closer. You mentioned to me the Rangers at 16-1 to to win the American League. It's almost sacrilegious for me this soon to talk about Jacob deGrom leaving New York to go to Texas. It's still tough for me to swallow as a Metropolitan fan. But are there other teams that should be in this equation that, that we really look at and go, yeah, they can challenge the Strohs now, realistically at decent numbers, to make a run in the American League. Well, I think right now Houston 3-1 to one to win the American League. Yankees 5-1, to one, Blue Jays 5-1, to one, Mariners 8-1. to one. Uh, White Sox, it's interesting. The White Sox are 10-1. to one. Guardians are 18-1. to one. The Guardians are favored to win the division. Mm. That, that makes zero sense to me, but okay, we'll go with what the numbers are. <laughs> um you know, I don't know if Chicago's going to be able to necessarily do that. I think they'll play looser. Love the new uh, manager they brought in. I can't pronounce his last yep. name. Pedro comes in from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like them a lot in terms of being potentially a team that could be dangerous. I-, I just don't see the teams being consistent enough in the American League right now. The Yankees are the only team to lose five consecutive LCS series, right? They haven't been back to the World Series since 2009, I believe it is. Ooh. Wow. I mean, this is a team that's had some colossal failures. All I'm saying is you're the New York Yankees. Your TV deal is so far superior to everybody else's. Why not just pay overpay in the short run and go get guys that want to win and play in New York? Is there, is there a team out there, maybe either league, in the senior circuit or the American League, that if they get Carlos Correa, is he the last biggest fish that's still out there from a position player now that Trey Turner is in Philadelphia? Aaron Judge is now re-signed in New York. Is it now Carlos Correa, in your estimation, uh, because I'm hearing he might get judge-like money, which seems preposterous to me, but that's what the market dictates, right? To get an everyday shortstop in his prime that's probably looking at about an eight-year deal somewhere. Does, does Carlos Correa move a number for a team out there? And we've heard some, some teams associated with him. Uh, obviously, the Yankees need help at shortstop. We've heard about that. The Twins are in the market to re-sign him. Remember one year last yeah. year in Minnesota? They're 25-1 right now. See the American League. Does he sway it? For you, with whatever team does get a guy like Carlos Correa? No, he doesn't. I mean, what's his slash line going to be? 280, probably about 30, 30 homers and 100 RBI. Well, the RBI is good, but to me, he just doesn't He doesn't seem to deliver in the clutch situation, mm. right? He's, he's a guy who plays well. Look, Houston didn't skip a beat bringing in Pena. Nope. I mean, you they didn't did even realize that he wasn't there. By the way, Pena wins the LCS MVP and I think the World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I, th- I think it worked out okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think Correa is a good player, but... Again, it's like the Giants bringing in Mitch Hanniger. Mm-hmm. What does that do for you? How does this help you win? There's so many of these signings I just don't get. 
look, if you're not a team that's going to compete, why sign some of these guys? Like, the, for example, the Cubs signing Jamison Tyone. Four years, $68 million. I think Tyone's a very good pitcher, and I think he's got a great upside, and for that price, he could be pretty good. But are the Cubs ready to be competitive? I don't know if they are yet. I still like their young nucleus. Um, so for me, sometimes some of the deals are questionable. I always said this. Sign the GMs to seven years. It's a lot cheaper than it is to sign a player to these nine-year deals. Let me go to the National League very quickly because maybe the, the biggest name still out there right now, at least from the catching position, is Wilson Contreras. And there are reports today that he might go – from Chicago to St. Louis. Now, did Yachty finally retire? I think Yachty finally called it a career, right, for, for the Cardinals. Felt like he played there for 30 years. But 30, if he, you must be a pessimist. Does he, if he goes to St. Louis, mm-hmm. a playoff team a year ago, and again, talking about another guy in his prime, and Wilson Contreras, they're breaking up that great team from the Cubs that won the World Series back in 2016. Boy, six years removed. Does that change the balance of power for somebody that gets a Contreras? Because, look, as a Metropolitan fan, would I love him in New York? Yeah, I would. Not sure. Does he handle a pitching staff like Molina? No. But can he certainly uh, get that bat out and rake? Yes. So that's, that's the advantage of getting a Contreras. Yeah, absolutely. Five years, $87.5 million. I think it's going to be huge. I think he helps you offensively. But I, I'll tell you what. To have a defensive cap catcher, the cap, uh, capability of Maldonado in Houston and Yachty in St. Louis – I don't think you can quantify in in terms of how valuable they are. Yeah, so we'll see. Again, the hot stove's still heating up, so we'll see if there's anything else that breaks during our show today here on Big Bets. We do have some NFL news, big-time news, involving one of the teams that we think are going to be biting for the chip, shall we say. We'll talk about the Buffalo Bills and a key subtraction to their defense. Next, come on back. It's Big Bets here on the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of the show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all the shows, download and listen on your schedule. Go to VSIN.com slash podcast. You're going to get things like Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Hoops Peterson. He's going to look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find the best betting opportunities. There's also Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Pro Football uh, Betting. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the GM Shuffle, Follow the Money. We've got First Strike. Of course, first strike, first look, and many, many more. They're all free and available now at beaston.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. So I mentioned that there was big NFL news, and it really is significant news out of the Buffalo Bills. We knew that Von Miller was dinged up. What we did not know is, he gone. Von Miller is now gone for the rest of the season to an ACL. So uh, Coach Sean McDermott announced it yesterday. By the way, in that news, uh, when we get – that Von Miller's done for the year. Remember yesterday, it was kind of understated, but the Niners did announce that Jimmy G won't need surgery right. on his foot, that it would be able to heal, but it's going to take time. And that timeline would put them basically close to Super Bowl time if the Niners were going to get there. So there is a glimpse, a pulse for Jimmy G to potentially play. But you would think if you're correlating that success, that means Brock Purdy has played well, and maybe you don't go back at that point to a guy like Jimmy G. But back to this Von Miller who right now they're the favorites to win the AFC as the number one seed. They currently own it right now. This is significant. 
Because, again, their defense had been one of their calling cards so far. Does this change the futures market for you when you look at the Bills right now, plus 350 to win, win the whole thing? First question I would ask is, do you believe Buffalo is going to lose again during the regular season? Um, That's a tough one for me because every time I think they're just going to put the foot down and roll teams, they have a hiccup. Like the Viking game comes to mind at home. And I, I just, you, for me, they're not a team that I can trust fully yet. Kelly, that was a rhetorical question. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just messing, I'm just messing with you. I guess the short answer for me is no. Yeah, I don't okay. think they're going to run the table. Okay, so then that puts Kansas City in the advantageous position because you'd be at home theoretically in, in the AFC championship game if you get there. I think the one seeds, Dave, and you know this, are so much more important than they've been in the years past because you get that buy. You only have to mm-hmm. play two games to get there, and you're obviously going to be at home. Uh, so it comes down to can they navigate Jets, Dolphins, at the Bears, at Bengals, and Patriots. That Bengals game is going to be really interesting because the Bengals are, looks like they're going to need it for the division now. So it's going to be a tough game. Does KC run the table remains to be seen. If KC, you believe, is going to run it, then I think at 5-1, to one, the Chiefs are a pretty interesting team. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've waffled on this a lot. So, you know, if you want to criticize me for that, i got no qualms with it. I liked – Kansas City, before the season started, in terms of second behind the Baltimore Ravens. The mm-hmm. Ravens were my pick. That's the team I bet to win the Super Bowl. But as things started to play out, I thought, okay, KC, Buffalo looked great. Then Buffalo took a little bit of a dive. I think at the end of the day, 15 is still the best player in the league, contrary to your belief that Micah Parsons is. <laughs> um, but to me, it's I'm telling you right now, Dave, and my apologies to you before you go off, I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the 49ers in a rematch. Oh, I mean – you could not handle the truth that it's going to come through the <laughs> NFC East. That's well, be the, the, game is, the game is going to be played at an NFC East stadium, the NFC championship game. <laughs> the winner is going to be from the Bay Area, from Santa Clara. You know, look, all I would say is history is against you because there's never been in the history of the NFL a rookie quarterback to lead a team to a Super Bowl championship. It's never happened, ever. Right. Well, so, it wasn't like Brady was playing a ton when he, I mean, you know, the years before he got hurt. Understood, I mean, before, but, like, but still, he wasn't technically a rookie, right? Brock Purdy would have to then buck that trend and be the first rookie uh, to get to the Super Bowl and, and win it. So, well, unless Jimmy G comes back. Unless Jimmy G comes back. Ah, great, wow. great caveat. Where Brock could lead you to the promised land, then you make the change, like Hostetler. Hey, remember with Phil Sims when he got hurt? I, I don't like any of those examples. Here's why. Because Jeff Hosteller, to me, was a guy who could have started for a lot of okay. teams. He was a good quarterback in terms of where when he was playing. I thought he was efficient But that enough. did happen, right? right? Where he yeah. steps in for the Super Bowl and wins the Super but, Bowl. But I thought the Giants probably had, with Sims and him, probably the best one-two combination yeah. in the league. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a solid quarterback and is exactly what they need. But for me, here's the thing. I get your arguments against Purdy, and they're, they're extremely warranted. However, when I look at this team from a talent standpoint, I'm telling you right now, For me, it is not close from a talent standpoint between San Francisco and everybody else across the board. You know, we haven't even talked about Fred Warner on this show in in three months. I love Warner. I think he's he's one of my favorite players. This guy's as good of a linebacker as there is in the NFL. He is. We talk about Bosa. Ward has been playing well in that secondary. Uh, You know, we talked about this team. Trent Williams, I know he's he got, you know, I mean. Oh, no Look, argument for me on that guy. I covered him in D.C. He's as good as they come at left tackle. You, when you look at that team, tight end, edge rusher, linebacker, offensive line, running back, and then just, uh, you know, kind of like they used to say slash in, in Pittsburgh or whatever yep. you want to quantify Debo as, they've got five or six guys you can make the argument are the best players at their position in the NFL. You can, but the glaring position still remains the most important position on the field. 
It's still the look, and what we saw from Brock Purdy, he was ready to go. Like I was impressed that he was able to step in against the Miami Dolphins, a good team, a good solid team from the AFC, and do what was required to do. And you saw it. Their offense, you know how it is. It's it's predicated on slants. This is not a seven-step drop back. Let's wait for the play to develop and throw it 40 yards down the field. That's not what they do. That's not what Kyle Shanahan does. They run the football and they run slants. Get the ball out of your hands. Get it on time. Well, so, so that's great, right? They do what they need to do to be successful. It's funny. The criticism I always hear about Michael Thomas of the Saints is, well, all he does is run slant patterns. Well, then how come nobody can stop him? Right? If that's <laughs> what you run. And it's like the same thing with this 49ers team. You know it's going to Debo, Ayuk, or, of course, George Kittle. And nobody can and stop them. And then you got to tackle them. Then you got to tackle those guys. And, and they're hard to tackle. There's a, there's a Ram defender who's a, become an amputee trying to one-arm uh, Debo there <laughs> on that Monday night game. No question about it. By the way, the other big news is that Tyron Smith is returning to practice this week for the Dallas Cowboys. So you talk about all those great linemen that the Niners have. The Cowboys' offensive line could get a lot better if Tyron Smith, who's going to go to the Hall of Fame, by the way, one day, if he can come back – and play left. I think they've got Jason Peters playing over there. they got Tyron Smith. The rookie's playing really, really well. Uh, Tyler Smith right out of Tulsa. He's played really well. They've shifted him inside back to his natural guard position. The Cowboy offensive line, if Tyron Smith is healthy, could get a whole lot better before that December 24th game against the Eagles, which could be all paramount. Now, they got to win this week. And it just got a little bit tougher because the news out of Houston is Davis Mills will be the starting quarterback, not Kyle Allen. Thank it has moved the number. The numbers are on the move. It was 17. It's now down to 16. Davis Mills has moved the line of the Cowboys and the Texans a full point. Amal, should I be worried? Well, I don't know. I, like a lot of people out there listening, I was ecstatic to hear this news. I've been waiting for this all day. <laughs> Davis Mills. Are you kidding me? You couldn't pick it out of a police lineup if he was standing in it by himself. No, you could because he's got a big neck. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you could. Yeah, Absolutely. you could. He's got a giraffe neck. He's a tall guy. Smart guy. I don't know how good of a quarterback he is. I'm 17 here at Vison, But, again, you look at other places. I've seen some 16 and a half, some 16. So maybe there will be some Texas money coming in. I kid the Texans. But I will say this. This is one of those games that you can't, you can't sleepwalk any NFL game because we've seen it happen before. We saw it last year where the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Remember that? Like, nobody saw that coming. So these things do happen. By the way, I'm not laying the 17 in the Cowboys. I'm not. To me, it's just like if you – I don't even know how I had handicapped this game. But to me, 17 points in an NFL game, this is a Super Bowl three line. That's what the Jets were underdogs against the Colts. The biggest spread in the history of the Super Bowl, and we all know what happened. Joe Namath. Wagging that number one. Was it bigger than the Chargers and 49ers in Super Bowl 29? Because that, that was 19 and a half, I think. I thought that came 19. down under 17 before kick. I could be yeah. wrong. The Stan Humphreys uh, Chargers game. Yeah. But 17 was Super Bowl three. So whenever I see that 17, that's where my, my brain goes. Super Bowl three. It just feels like too big a number for me. I, as much as I think the Cowboys should roll. You got good wide receiver news today, too. It has nothing to do with Odell Beckham Jr. James Washington looking good. But I mentioned him yesterday. Like, you don't need Odell Beckham Jr. Wasn't James Washington number 37 on that defense when they won three Super Bowls? Oh, yeah. UCLA. That's a <laughs> California kid. He could hit. Uh, right. But that's that's the whole point here. OBJ is a luxury. By the way, he's not signed with the Cowboys here. so They don't need him. They don't need him. If, if, if he's healthy and he's, he's a luxury, he's not a necessity. And I think Jerry Jones, I can't believe I'm saying this, is wising up to the difference. Well, I think the team's playing well. Listen, Mr. Cowboy, answer me this question. Bring it. What is Dallas's or what is your biggest concern with Dallas facing Philly or San Francisco? Dak Prescott. That's okay. You and I are on the same page. Yep. Like the way I look at it is, and people are going to go, what? And I'm like, well, he has not played since coming back from injury. Right. He has not played a A plus game 
He's played some A's and some B B pluses. I thought even, you know, C plus some games. They're good enough to win when he plays C plus, but against those elite teams, he's gonna have to have at least an A game. Can he do it? Yeah, he can. Will he? I don't know. Because he's throwing a lot of balls right now up for grabs. I think he's already got seven picks. Yeah. Seven picks. Remember, he's missed six games. Seven picks is a lot of picks when you only have 13 touchdowns. That's not a good uh, touchdown and interception ratio. I'm going to be harshest on the ones I love. <laughs> That's the way I am. And I'm going to judge him critically. And he has not played A-plus football. And you know this, all. Guys like Patrick Mahomes. Guys like Josh Allen. Dare I see even guys like Jalen Hurts right now. Jalen Hurts played an A-plus game against Tennessee, and the Titans had no chance. So... If Dak can do an A-plus game, the Cowboys can be one of those teams that even at your best, you can't beat them. But he hasn't played that game yet. Is that fair? It's fair. So yeah, that's being objective. Yeah, I, I just was curious because I, I look at San Francisco, the, we point to the quarterback position for yep. the Eagles stopping the run. I agree. You got to stop the run, but Jalen Hurts has proven right now. He can go over the top with that guy, A.J. Brown, that got the GM fired. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about the World Cup as well. But we're going to have Steve Mackinan next before we do that. And we'll talk some college and NFL with Steve. Come on back. It's Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com, that's zyn.com, and buy it today. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Very quickly, Amal, I want to get to college basketball because there's a team that you've really been talking about, uh, and, and I got a good look at them, and I'm looking at UConn, and they're going to go on the road tonight in the swamp against Florida. UConn, everybody's woken up to what you said about the Huskies a couple weeks ago. Now they're fifth in the land. Is there danger lurking for the Huskies laying four and a half in the swamp? Well, listen, anytime you go into the O-Dome, it's always going to be a challenge. Um, but I still think this Connecticut team is a little bit head and shoulders. I'm not a big fan of laying this type of number on the road. Mm. But I think the one thing with Donovan in the middle there, he's about 7-2 the freshman. And with Sonega, they're going to cause Castleton some problems. And Florida really goes how Castleton goes. I don't think he's been challenged by someone who's bigger than him physically. And uh, Donovan is not only as tall, if not maybe – Slightly taller, but physically, he's gotten by a good probably 30, 40 pounds. And it's going to be an interesting game. Looking forward to this matchup. Uh, this should be a good in-play game to bet on. Ooh, so stay in-game and maybe not do that pre-flop here. Four and a half right now for Connecticut. David on the road right. against Florida. Just quickly, I want to add, if you like Florida, it's not a bad number, but I think you can get a higher number throughout the game. I just don't want to lay this number with UConn. I, th- I still think they're going to win, but I, I want to wait and see kind of to me, it's important Florida gets off to a fast start. I think that's, that is such a smart way now in 2022. Those options didn't exist before within game. Yeah. Right? Now that they are offered, I think you should adhere to what I'm all saying, which is, okay, if you like Florida, great, but you probably can get a better number. So wait. It might be more advantageous to wait and see if you can get 6-7 on Florida if, if you know, Connecticut first TV timeout is up eight to five. Chances are, Dave, I'm going to be completely wrong on this game because I had my call of the year on Sunday. Oh, a friend of mine texted me. He goes, hey, what do you think about the Stanford Arizona State game? I said, take ASU when the line is at three and a half or lower. They ended up winning the game by four. 
And I was like, I said, that's it. I, I, I'm not going to have retire. Yeah, I'm retiring on that one. That's your walk-off right there. walk-off, yeah. pretty good. Let's get to our guy, Steve Mackinan. Of course, our recent editor does a great job. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Steve Mackinan. Steve, let's get to college football here because I'm what you have this week, and certainly this is why you got to be a Visa Pro subscriber to get access to these articles and columns that you have. And it's about motivation for some of these teams. you got seven things that you're looking for for motivated teams. And it really – I think the numbers are already starting to adjust in some of these lines because of some of the things that you point out. Give us what those seven things are and how they're applicable for this bowl season. Well, I tell you what, Dave, this is something I consider, I guess, if you want to call my commandments for (laughs) for betting the bowl games. I mean, these are things you have to look at. The, the The bowl games and the bowl season in general has just changed dramatically in recent years, you need to be keeping track of, of these things I list as my motivational factors. The first one and the biggest one is personnel disruptions. Uh, obviously, the transfer portal, guys opting out of games, all that stuff comes into play in here. And uh, you'll see in the article when it's released in the Bowl Guide tomorrow that I have mentioned a few of the situations, or most of them, I hope I've caught most of them, that uh, you will have to be looking out for. The other one is the big line and total movements that come off of the news that comes out last year in games where uh, bowl games moved four points or more, the team it moved to a 17 and five against the spread. Wow. So it, it pays to, to kind of keep track of how the odds makers are looking at these games. So uh, uh, that's another one of the factors I bring up. I, this one, this next one is not really quantifiable, but more qualifiable. I call it my excitement level for the game. You have to kind of get a gauge for how a team is looking at a game. Obviously, the, t- the amount of players opting out, not interested in playing, maybe quarterbacks in the transfer portal. It, it sends teams off into certain, I guess, moods, if you will, mm. and uh, maybe even where they're playing, too. That might affect it. So there's a lot of things that can go into a reason why a team wants to play in a specific bowl game. And I mentioned, uh, I believe, about 10 different scenarios in the article tomorrow where I feel a team may not be motivated. Steve, I don't want to call you out, but I'm questioning your motivation coming into this segment. You look a little relaxed. You kind of chill. I mean, what's going on? Are you are you motivated for this segment today? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long three days here trying to go through this bowl stuff. So, um, but uh, I, I think I got it all. I'm I'm ready. You know, I, I have to pick my games against Brent for the bowl guide. I'm still going to do that this afternoon. So I need to pick up my energy level. And I'm all, if you got anything sharp for me, send it my way. I got to take Brent down this year. First of all, I got to give you credit for, for your honesty and your transparency. And I know you guys work very hard on this bowl guide. You guys always do a tremendous job. There's one statistic that stood out to me. I thought it was really, really impressive, which was teams that you said they went 0-3 last year and they qualified for the bowl. They went 29-10 and 1-74% and ATS. I think the one challenge that exists for people uh, – is how do you quantify for people that may be novices in terms of betting bowl games or don't bet a ton of bowl games, the opt-outs, right? Like you look mm. at right now, for example, Penn State, Joey Porter Jr.'s opted out. Um, usually in the college football playoff, you have most of the, all the combatants are going to be there, but Alabama's got a ton of guys in the transfer portal. Is your best recommendation sometimes just to stay off of these games unless there's something that really is glaring for someone? 
Yeah, and like I said just before here, let the odds makers kind of do the work for you. I think they sort of set it. Now, you have to judge whether they do it enough or not. Now, for instance, for me, I've already moved Alabama four points. Oh, wow. Downward because of who they've lost. Now, that doesn't even include Bryce Young yet. If we get some announcement that he's opted out of the game to get ready for the draft, that number is going to plummet and Kansas State's going to be favored in the game. So it's uh, it's it's things you got to kind of hold on, wait for games like that, but take them all individually. Wait, In my opinion, for most of these bowl games, you want to wait till the day of, unless it's a game that you know the teams are invested in. And, I mean, to be honest with you, with a guy like Smith and Jigba opting out of the playoffs, you have to wonder if any of these games are at that level. Steve, here's the thing. I, I know it's, you're not specific here to some of these totals, but when I look at Iowa against Kentucky, and I see a total of 31. I, I, I don't even know where to begin, Steve. That's a halftime total for like an Alabama game, right? For a full game, we got a total of 31 in 2022. I, can, can you advise me on, on how in the world this is even possible? And, and how, what, what trend could you possibly find? Because you never see a total like this. Well, you're not going to find any trends that, that <laughs> adapt to totals like that, obviously. Now, if you think about this game, Iowa's going to have a, a third-string quarterback throwing his first pass in this game. Oh, boy. Wait wait till the news comes out that Will Levis isn't playing. Where is that total? Gonna, we're going to see it in the 20s. No way. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We're going to get I, a total in the 20s in 2022? This game is really 31 and a half. I, I can't. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Don't, don't you, on principle alone, just have to bet the over and just hope it somehow gets there? You, you know, ironically, as I, uh, as I drew up a total for the game myself, uh, when I looked at my um, actual numbers, mine's 30.8. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> so, I mean, it goes to show they're, they're not wrong about the number. Now, Iowa, <laughs> they're, I mean, they've gone under in games where it was 34s. I mean, and Kentucky's a good defensive team. They've been struggling offensively. I don't see how you get much more than a, a 13 to 10 type of game here. It, it's hard to see it. It's oh. just, I just, it, it's, it really is shocking. It leaves me speechless when I see something like that. Now, Steve, when we get to the Final Four, right? Now, again, you mentioned uh, Smith and Jigba. He's not going to be able to play. That feels more injury-related, trying to get ready for the draft. We're not expecting opouts there So for the big four here, other than Smith and Jigba. Do you expect major line moves in these games here, or do you think that pretty much what we see now is what we're going to get? No, ironically, I actually mentioned this in one of the things I did for the bowl, game, or bowl guide, is there were seven games last year out of the, I think it ended up being 39 games, uh, total played in the bowl season that moved a half point or less. Three of them were the playoff games, the mm-hmm. semifinals and the championship. So you can bet, although ironically, the, the TCU games already dumped from 10 to 8. So, I mean, you, that one is already out of that window. Yeah, it's already come down, now down to 7.5. I'm a little bit surprised by that move. I thought the move would be towards Michigan, but people believe it in the Horned Frogs. And uh, we'll see what Max Dugan and company can do. Yeah, that is surprising to me. I wonder if it'll move much to Steve's point here. Traditionally, they do not move uh, a whole lot. Steve, anything else that you would just tell the people before this comes out tomorrow? I know you have your, your seven uh, kind of do's and don'ts, if you will, of the college bowl season. What, what do you think is the most important tool uh, before people hop on these games? Well, I can be honest. You fire, following the news wires. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you need, you have to do it. I mean, you, because uh, you'll see line movements. There were some that I was puzzled on and I had to go dig into the information. Oh gosh, he's opted out here. I didn't even hear that news. Now, some guys were waiting on Dorian Thompson Robinson, another one, mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson from Texas. So these are some things that could affect those games. So again, I think the, the overriding thought there is do your due diligence because you're going to get a lot of changes between now and kickoff. And don't take these numbers blindly. Steve, we appreciate it. Look, we know how much work you're doing. So uh, you, you still brought it like you always do. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank appreciate you. It. There he is, everybody. Steve Magnin. We're back next here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. 
They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers is all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We do have our pro tip for our number one, and it comes to us in the conversation we just had with Steve Mackinnon, and it's basically one of the best ways to bet the bowl season is information is king. So when you see news coming down on a bunch of players sitting out, transfers, coaching changes, we're seeing that across the board as well, you got to pounce when the opportunity strikes. Steve Mackinnon just mentioned in the last segment, when we were talking about the Iowa-Kentucky game, you know, hey, this total is 31, 31 and a half. Wait till the news of Will Levis comes out that he might not play. Guess what? The news has come out that Will Levis is not going to play in this game to the point of this pro tip. And that number is now flipped from Kentucky being a, a small favorite to Iowa being a small favorite. The total, by the way, has not moved. Still at 31 and a half. I still can't believe that. So, again, this plays right into the conversation we just had with Steve Mackinnon. You have to do your due diligence on who's going to play. Iowa's going to have a third-string quarterback throwing his first pass ever in college, and who knows what Kentucky is going to trot out there at the quarterback position right now. So that's news that you can use and certainly try to be ahead of the numbers with the information. Tough to do, but if you're taking this seriously, that's exactly what you need to do to get the best of the numbers. So that is a pro tip for hour number one. Again, you get access to up to 20 of those today as a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can access those at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. So, I'm all, how in the world, and again, it also gets back to something else we've talked a lot about on the network. You don't have to bet every game. You don't have to bet every bowl game. But when you see what's going on in this Iowa-Kentucky game, we're now down to third string for Iowa, second string for Kentucky. The total's still at 31 and a half. How in the wild, wild world of sports do you handicap that when you really don't know what you're going to get from the quarterbacks? Well, Dave, I think you answered your own question. Let's just move on to another game. That's it? Because you're guessing, right? You're throwing, you're basically blind darts. Well, the one thing I will say, though, you have to like this Iowa defense, the way they've played all year long. Do you think Kentucky uh, running the football can be effective? That's the big question mark I have coming into this one. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that um, Sharon probably get the start. I mean, he's probably the guy that's going to be under center now, but remains to be seen. By the way, Will Levis, very prudent move on his part to opt out. For the number one pick in the NFL draft? No, because he doesn't need to get exposed anymore against this defense in Iowa. Right. Why would you want to play that Iowa defense? If you're getting ready for the draft, you're, that's a business decision that Will Levis made. Will Levis should change his name. I, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be Will Levis bust. Wow. We'll find out. Somebody's got a ticket on him at, uh, I believe, around 50 to 1 to be the Let's first go. player. That doesn't oh. mean he can't be the first pick in the draft. I'm just saying he's not going to be very good. Yeah, oh, yeah we've had other guys like Jamarcus Russell. We've had first-round pick this, uh, number I, ones overall that have not panned out. <laughs> 
I think Jamarcus Russell was like that My Cousin Vinny situation. You're like, breakfast, lunch, dinner? Breakfast, you think? It was like, uh, Jamarcus, <laughs> are you go, right let's take him. Let's give him a shot. He had the, the physical tools, and that's the point. Will Levis has the physical tools. They've, scouts fall in love with that. They, they look at Jamarcus Russell, big body quarterback, big arm. Well, that's the same thing they're going to say about Will Levis. Have you ever heard the Kirk Morrison story on Jamarcus Russell? No. It's one of the greatest stories of all time. So um, I think it was – I forgot who the coach was there at the time with the Raiders. They said to Jamarcus, hey, we got 10 plays on this DVD. Go watch it and tell us which one of your which one's your favorite play. So he comes back the next day and he goes, oh, you know what? I, I like them all. He never watched it because it was a blank DVD. Oh, boy. That's when they knew they were in trouble. Was it Bill Callahan? Was he the guy back then? I don't remember who it was. Boy, boy, boy. Purple drink. So let's get to the World Cup here and uh, switch gears to the other football around the world. And you look at Brazil right now, the favorites to win that number now, plus $1.75. France is $4. Argentina, five fifty. There's England at 6 to 1. Portugal also at 6 to 1. Then you get to the longer shots now with the Netherlands, 14 to 1. Morocco, 35 to 1. Croatia, 40 to 1. We've made mention of this a lot. And it seems to be bearing fruit that at the beginning of this whole process, don't stray too far from the big favorites, right? Does that still hold true to you as we get down and keep knocking off country after country? Yeah, I love this graphic we have here. Great job by everyone downstairs. Uh, I will tell you, for me, I would probably eliminate two teams. That's Morocco and Croatia. Uh, but I think the other six teams, you can make an argument for all of them. I would point to Portugal and Netherlands probably in – I would probably put them in three tiers. Uh, France, Argentina, England, and Brazil. That tier one. Okay. Tier two, Portugal and the Dutch. And then tier three, Morocco and Croatia. Uh, I, I think it'd go any which way. Um, I, I have to tell you, it makes me mad that France is playing England this weekend yeah. because that, to me, to me, is good enough to be a World Cup final. Well, that's what I was thinking, too, is if you're trying to handicap either France or England, you got those two heavy hitters going head-to-head right now, getting ready uh, up next. How would you? Would you shy away in the futures market from those two, knowing that it's that heavyweight fight, and look for the path of least resistance? Yeah, in terms of getting to the final, yeah. you're saying, uh, yeah, unless you feel strongly one way or the other. Look, England scored 12 goals so far in this tournament. They've been just dynamic. Yep. Um, we know what Brazil is capable of doing. We know what Argentina potentially. When I mentioned those tier one teams, I would put Argentina fourth in that list of the four teams there. I, I really, for me right now, on a talent standpoint, I'll give Brazil the edge because, again, we mentioned the earlier injuries to Kareem Benzema up front and then, of course, Paul Pogba for France in the midfield. However, Mbappe's probably the best player in the world right now. Olivier Giroud's playing like he's about seven or eight years younger than mm-hmm. he's been. This team is playing dynamic uh, in terms of what they're able to do. England has got a plethora of guys up front. My one concern for both teams in, with France is Hugo Lloris in goal. He's not the same goaltender he once was, especially when they won in 2018. Jordan Pickford has not been great for England. I think he could be better. I've seen better goaltenders for the English. Um, we know what Allison can do for Brazil in net, so... I think when you look at these teams, the capabilities are there. A slight edge right now to Brazil in the goaltending. But overall, these guys are just, to me, it's unbelievable what they're able to do right now. When you look for the golden boot going forward here, and you mentioned that Mbappe is the, the best player in the world right now. He is the short favorite at minus $1.75 to win that award. Look at guys like, say, Messi at, at 10 to 1. Is there a long shot in this field? Because it feels like right away, boy, oh, boy, you go from minus 175 to plus 650, and then the, the odds are all double digits from there. 
Yeah, I think the two guys, I'm not going to look at Richarlison uh, here for Brazil, but to me, Messi at 10 to 1 because he's going to take any more penalty kicks that uh, Argentina gets. And then Olivier Giroud, because it's going to be either him or Griezmann that takes the penalty kick for the French. Um, Giroud's been very capable. He's played extremely well. Remember, he's on that line with Mbappe up front, so uh, he can be very dangerous. But you see Mbappe more out on the wing. He's going to center the ball. He's going to do all kinds of things. So those are two guys you could potentially look at. The talent-wise, I love Cody Gakpo in terms of what he's able to do for the Dutch, but I just don't know if he's going to get enough goals, and I don't know if the Netherlands makes a deep enough run. Well, you want? I'm sorry, David. That's exactly – I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's exactly what I want to get to. Is this predicated – because we talk about this in the NFL with the awards all the time. It's mm-hmm. predicated on a team success. Is it predicated on country success, or can we really identify the best player without necessarily winning the whole thing? Well, I think you got to have your team play enough games, right? Everyone's played four games so far, so the maximum number of games remaining are three. Where do you think your team's going to go out? Let's say, for example, right now, you look at Ramos for Portugal. If you believe they're going to get through here, then fine. you got an opportunity with them. Marcus Rashford is not starting. He started one of the games. I think in the middle game he started against the United States, but he came off the bench in two of the games. Rashford has been tremendous. I don't know why he's not out there starting, but to me, I, I think you have to look at Mbappe at minus 175. You already have a two-goal lead. And, excuse me, the tiebreaker to determine the winner of the Golden Boot is assist. Mbappe's already got a couple of assists, so you're in great position with Kylian Mbappe to be able to win this thing. I think at 175 with a two-goal lead is a fairly reasonable price, and I don't expect to see at this time that explosive of a match, the way we saw the Brazilian score, the way we've seen England score throughout. Now when you look at these matchups, they're going to be much more difficult, much more defensive in situations, and I don't think you'll see the goals coming at just nearly the same rate. All right, before we get to break here, uh, you look at what's coming up here in the World Cup. Over the next couple of days, uh, Friday, we got a couple of matches. we got a couple more on Saturday. Obviously, the big one that everybody's looking at is England and France on the Saturday slate. Is there – I look at Brazil, minus 280. Feels relatively low. Croatia right now is 8-1 to one to win that match. Is there any danger for Brazil? Huh. Fair question. I don't really think so. Um, I think the Brazilians get through minus 280 is not a bad price. Right. I just think they're too complete of a team. They're too talented. Neymar's back out there healthy. This team's very dangerous. Um, the one that I would look at if you're looking at a dog is Morocco plus 475. You can maybe take a look at the draw there at plus 275. England and France, easy argument for England at plus 255 or the draw plus 230. That, that's not difficult. Even France at plus 145. I think that match goes either way. That That is the match. I got to tell you, Dave, regardless, of, even if it's Brazil-France, for me personally, this is going to be the match of the tournament. Wow. So England again, plus 205. Draws plus 230. France. Plus the dollar forty-five, so you got plus prices across the board. That's how hotly contested we expect that yeah. one to be between France and England. Great stuff breaking down the World Cup as always. When we come back, hour number two, hold or fire, college football bowl edition. Get ready, get excited. Come on back, it's Big Bets on Decent, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting 
or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like, choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline 